Pro. Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Know what you're referencing a little bit, then he has no idea what you're referencing. Trust the process? Yeah. Yeah, not really. No, no. I hear it all the no, time. No. He says things with <laughs> That's why I said you kind of. But I know there's a specific coach who says that shit, but I don't know who that it's, coach is. It's uh, for a basketball team, uh, the 76ers, because they were extreme shit for years and years and years, and then they got, like, fucking, now they have, like, three number one draft picks on their team, and yeah. they're really good. Because no. everybody would say, like, oh, you guys fucking suck ass, and I'll just trust the process. Yes, yeah, so I knew it was from a coach, but everybody steals that saying. See, and that's why I said I vaguely acid. think you know, but I didn't. No, I think Justin just has a tone of voice that, like, it just sounds like he's always speaking with such confidence that he knows what he's talking about, even when he doesn't know hey, what he's talking I about. I backed it up slightly. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I'm just saying that that's how like always comes off as if. Oh no, he's confident enough of what he's saying that, like, oh, he definitely knows. Well, I'm giving it to him because he was in the ballpark of sports. Coach, I provided. <laughs> sort of source. It was the players. <laughs> the trade. The players said trust the process. Yeah, because the, the I don't player, think it's a unique sentiment anyway. It, oh, but the oh, the players said that he was injured for his. He was like a third overall draft pick and injured for the fucking first two years, and everybody thought his career was done. And and now he's like an MVP candidate. Like two years later, that's what you ha- happens when you trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> that's anyway. why it's their love. That's all, that's their slogan. <laughs> I wish I could have Jesse's Coke. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. Anyway, uh, welcome to Mexman. (laughs) You gotta tell me when you. I I gave you a signal and you were. I gave you a signal and you were all about this trust the process. We were just having a friend. My back is like to you based on this mic, so I didn't see the signal. Yeah. Also, I 100% did it. You get side eye. Uh, yeah, but welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Yeah, and uh, I definitely gave a signal. The bad no, signal. No, he did it. He did it all. Uh, but for uh, you got to trust this process. Speaking of this process, we're gonna be going over the process that Jonathan Hickman used to write Hox and Pox. You made that sound sexual at first. Yeah, trust uh, this process. That's because he... everything we do is just he... gleaming with sexuality. Yeah. He watched Have it. you heard your voice recorded? Occasionally. We just talked about it. Yeah. Uh, it's like if, if like silk was a sound. Yeah. Nice. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. But like with something firm was under that silk. <laughs> like a dick. But yeah, anyway, so Hickman's process. It's like he watched a uh, a Tarantino movie and was like, what if I do that three times over? Yeah, like you, you could tell there's definitely a bunch of stuff that, you, you know, like, oh, Soylent Green, I want to get like a dystopian like that. And then... He read, that was the loudest, that was the that loudest the ever putting a cap in. You did that into the microphone. <laughs> oh, professionals. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we make the no bucks. But yeah, well, uh, we're going to be going over the first six issues, or I guess first three issues of Hawks and the first three issues of Pox, which is House of X and Power of Ten. In an order that will not surprise you because they listed in the back. S mouth veg. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, th- that's gonna be this issue of Mexman. We're not. Well, that's because that. it's got to, and this is a gross way to have cleaned it off, but it can't go back in the veg without being cleaned off because that's dangerous, unhealthy for the woman. I like to live dangerously. 
But do they? Jesus. <laughs> they even ask. Dealer's choice. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm sticking to it. Huh. So you want to, uh... Yeah. We don't really have the setup issues this None, week, so... Yeah. Uh, so, it's, uh... It's a weird story that gets broken down into, and he's a liar for saying this, uh, for saying it isn't this, uh, four different timelines. It, it's technically all one timeline, but they're time periods. Yeah, time periods, but there's like nine different time or 11 Ten different, different, yeah. Well, potentially 11 different timelines. Yeah. But all of the same I, person, I think so it, I, I think towards the end they confirm it was, uh, there was another one, but that's for next episode. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, turns out, like, the big reveal is that Moira McTaggart... <laughs> for literally the last page yep. of the last book. <laughs> <laughs> Moira McTaggart's a mutant this whole time. Yeah. And so her powers is to reincarnate. Her powers is to... <laughs> yeah. Well... The powers of ten. Yeah. Yeah. She can count... Unfortunately. All the way up to it. And then die and come back and already known she had counted to 10. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, you can say so anyway on your like beginning. I did. <laughs> I that. did. Issue one. <laughs> he tried so hard not to say so anyway. <laughs> I like and I succeeded. If you uh, And then you made it a thing. If you listen to this and you're not at work, uh, grab a bottle of like liquor, whiskey or something and just do a shot. Yes. Every time I say so anyway, because you'll also be counting the number of times I get interrupted in a thought and have to start over. Which has clearly uh, just been how we run this program. Yeah. I feel like instead of, you know, when a book starts once upon a time in the big letters, it should be so anyway. (laughs) Just keep the cap off, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Just be an adult and don't you or buddy you said it on the table so hard. The sound effects, it's great. (laughs) That's why I want to get you the standing mic. <laughs> or just headphones. I mean, I'm putting it on a thing. It just clearly isn't as absorbent as the cloth over there. Oh, thank you. I, just, I threw him a beanie. He can put it on. So, from here on out, it's A-plus quality. Yeah, from here on out. So, Moira's powers, I mean, it was pretty cool because when she reincarnates, she comes back with the memories of her former life so she could basically live it better. Yeah. Um, now, something they, uh, I mean, they kind of get into, but they never really mention. Uh, I've been wondering, are, does she, because it's implied that the timelines reset, but that's just from one character's perspective of... Of the world, so everything after, else goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah, like, uh, after he read her mind on everything, like, of course, to her, it's going to seem like she resets. But I wonder if these worlds just, like, continue on without her once she's gone. And it just resets for her. Or if she like creates a whole new actually, world. Well, not even that. Like if she actually just reverses back with all of her memory, like goes back in time. Yeah, or like even deleting the world and starting a new one. Like, is it that would make her potentially the most powerful character in all of Marvel universe? Because uh, theoretically, it should be creating other universes. But if that one character, which we will get into later, uh, but if they are correct on like him not being able to continue after she goes back then like that i don't there's some weird implications on that that like the timeline just ends with her okay now i'm also confused on who you're talking about but this whole book was kind of confusing it's so if you thought that there was going to be any semblance of a story picked up from rosenberg not at all not a chance not even slightly yeah i mean the only thing even a little bit is that 
the people who die come back, but also the people he doesn't kill come back. Because Cyclops doesn't die in Rosenberg's Yeah, life, exactly. But he comes out of a <laughs> Which is making egg. me think that, like, Xavier just capped them all. <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand how it even started, because it just starts off, like, nothing in the past yeah, ever. Yeah, like, healing them, like, in a new... Wait, did you see, uh... Have you, have you seen the Living With Yourself? Nope. It's the... It's on Netflix. Um... Yeah, what's his name? Oh, is that Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd's yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen, I've seen So the, the premise before. of that is that he's miserable and his his life sucks and his, his outlook on life sucks. And he there's a guy at work who used to be like him but then got like really into life and was suddenly killing it. And he was like, well, look, if you really want to know how my life changed, you got to go to this spa. And he's like, how the fuck is like a, a hand job going to make me <laughs> feel any better? And he's like... Not that kind of spa. I feel like you're starting a word, but you're not. Are you, you going to say spaghetti? No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so he finds out it's like a really expensive spa. He he calls up. It's $50,000 for him to go there. But he does. And he wakes up feeling amazing, but also terrified. Because what happens is they just clone him. They k- kill him. And then they move on. Like And so the clone thinks yeah. it's him. It's... But, them killing him didn't work out, and he wakes up in a shallow grave, and so it's like him suck, like his his life sucks because he's he's both himself and a clone. What's what's funny about that to me on, on um, this Paul Rudd podcast that we're doing? Yep, uh, is that uh, that is basically what happens in a Rick and Morty episode. Uh, so like, it seems like they're copying Rick and Morty because they go to that spa place that massages all the supposed to massage the evil out of them. But it just puts the real them, like or like the more evil versions of them, into a vat, and then they're all like super happy on the outside. Oh, oh! So it creates an evil clone. It sucks out the evil, but as a version of them. No, not like an evil clone. It's just like uh, the the negative aspects of your personality you don't want uh, are separated. Which oh. I, I get why that would seem like the evil one, but it's not just like evil stuff. It's like because Morty's version isn't evil. The the clean version of him is evil because he doesn't have like doubt and shit holding him oh, back. Oh, gotcha. But yeah. like the the other version of him is all sad and yeah. No, I remember it. Um, it's sort of like that, but just the idea being a healthier you is a happier you, and these are all new cells, so they're they're not diseased or worn out or whatever. Anyway, I was just thinking, what if that's what Xavier did to all those X Men? Because it does open up with, like, oh, Scott's got his grave. eye back and everything. There's a shallow grave where yeah. they just, like, capped each one of them and <laughs> brought them back to life. I would love if it, there was secretly a crossover with Absolute Carnage where, like, half the bodies in there were just the discarded X-Men that Xavier got rid of. <laughs> ah, he's a fucked up dude. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's dressing like the maker now. He really is. And I don't understand, too, like... So is this a new body of his, or is this still Phantom X's body? Yeah, they haven't been clear on that at all. And I have a theory on why they haven't mentioned that. Uh, and it's because I don't think Hickman gives a fuck. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I think he just started over, basically. I don't think he's looking at anything in the past, because this is not what was going on. They just, how yeah. the fuck does this even start? I don't understand it. It's not really anything that has, like, nothing that for the last few years has any effect on this. I feel like almost nothing ever has any effect on this. Yeah. Did he, like, rebirth Cyclops because he wanted the eye back? Yeah, I think it was just all supposed to be metaphorical. You know, like, a fresh start or whatever. And probably, I, I anyone would have wanted the eye back. Yeah, but why Gene then? He didn't need the eye anyway. Right? But no, it did show all the X-Men. Like, he restarted all of them. 
Yeah. Kind of. That's what I'm saying. So, like, right. did he go around and, like, murder them all? Yeah. Well, well and then... <laughs> this is year 10, isn't it? No, this is... Uh, year 1. Well, no, it is year 10. Year 1 is 10. It's 10 years after the X-Men started. So they could have died in who knows what. Yeah. Anyway, so this actually we've done a poor job of explaining this. Yeah, we're gonna Tarantino this. We're gonna start with <laughs> we're the gonna... juicy bits in the middle to keep you interested. And now we're going to the beginning. Ironically, though, to a story that's already been Tarantino, so you're gonna be confused as fuck. Yeah, this is like the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> um, we're starting with the bombs, and then so it, it the story is broken down into X zero, X one, X two, and X three. X zero is Xavier's life. Before he starts the X Men, also Moira McTaggart's life, um, and I guess you, any, everyone in the world <laughs> before the X Men starts. It's not just her. <laughs> yeah, uh, X One is ten years after the X Men. Uh, X Two is a hundred years after the X Men, and X Three is a thousand years. Yeah. So th- this like starts out with just like Xavier, sh- like sitting on a bench with a shit eating grin. Like, all, like, happy as fuck, but, like, with the goofiest looking face. You know, it's times like this that it really sucks that you can't say retarded anymore. <laughs> I mean, you did anyway. Um, nope, I didn't. Not not in a way that was used. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah. But, so he's he's sitting there with So a, he's got this tarred look, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I don't know these guys. <laughs> he's got this. I didn't say it either. But he's got this goofy look on his face. I could know. Um, all happy in the park, and this woman just walks up to him. That's not even uh, it, one though. That's yeah, the House of X one. Or the next this, issue. That's the next issue. <laughs> that's where I want to start. <laughs> okay, so that's where I start. This story actually starts with. Uh, I disagree. Xavier and Magneto are strong arming uh, the most powerful like na- nations ambassadors and everything to uh, recognize Krakoa as a sovereign nation. Sounds a lot like what you're saying takes place after what I said. Yep. Yep. So that's I, because I the story is really wise. weird. But even then, it's it gets fucked up because we got to go into the past anyway to talk about the future because that's the stupid thing that happens is that technically. When they're talking about a hundred years and a thousand, well, at least the hundred years in the future is actually in the past because it's a separate timeline of Moira McTaggart's than X zero and X one. And and X three, we have no idea what the fuck that's about because boxes full of Pepe. (laughs) But X three, we have no idea what the fuck that's about because it's about you know some phalanx or whatever the fuck is coming to eat the. World and universe to pronounce phalanx, phalanx, whatever. Phallus, phallus. It is. There's an N in there. Uh, But go, go ahead with your crazy conspiracies. It's not. I am explaining it as it is put down. I can't speak right now. (laughs) I thought you did that on purpose. Conspiracy. (laughs) You're despicable. It's. It. It is weird. Is what I'm saying, man. So issue one. <laughs> Xavier and Magneto, they're strong arming the world powers to recognize Krakoa. Uh, which is an interesting take because you kind of know Xavier's always been like a bad guy in a way. And this is the first time you're kind of seeing him act like a bad guy. Or at least that that's actually the next issue. I think. I, because of you now, I'm picturing him telling off Congress and Billie Eilish is playing in the background. 
You, I could tell by the confused look on your face. No, I know who it is. I was trying to think of the boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo or whatever that is. Oh, okay, because you said yeah. bad guy. I was like, what are you talking about? What what song of hers? Her I one heard, song. Hey, I heard the whole album, all right? <laughs> only... I, did, I did, too. What is wrong? <laughs> it's a good-ass album. You like Donna Love. <laughs> Del Rey. Donna Love, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, yeah. Do you guys exclusively get your music from Starbucks? Oh. <laughs> is that how you guys go about life? Nice it's mix. A, Royce Five Nine, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, Lana that's mix. actually a, a a good song, the, the Royce. But right. yep, you are. <laughs> Go ahead with your Xavier. I've been listening to Caterpillar a lot. That's, that's a good, good song. Fun. Yeah, uh, good anyway. song. Caterpillar. <laughs> it is good. He's not the one being a dick though. It's Magneto. I mean, I guess Xavier no, no, no. At the end, that's that's it. what I meant. Because at the end of the book, okay. So you also get introduced to Orcus as a group. Which is a really fucked up organization that's like all the super intelligence organizations, but all the most racist ones. <laughs> they get together and they're like, hey, uh, we're going to make a robot that makes giant robot factories that then go out and kill people. And we're going to orbit yeah. the sun with it. That works so well in the Terminator. It always gets bigger. They're like, now we're going to make something to make Sentinels. Now we're going to make something that makes something, something that, that makes, makes Sentinels. Sentinels. Well, yeah. yeah, it's a singularity. Like the... the s- it's a classic sci-fi trope. As soon as you make a machine that is smart enough to make a machine better than itself, that's when you're fucked. Well, I feel like what's coming next? The father mold that makes mother molds that makes master molds? Yeah, I think the mother mold. No, it's going to be the non-binary mode. mold. Mold? Mold. Mold. Uh, but the mother mold. mold. God damn it. Mother, <laughs> it's a mold. Clearly superior to the father one. <laughs> it's the grandma mold. Grandma mold. Uh, yeah. Just presidential mode or something. So they get introduced, but in a kind of a vague way, uh, that they they're out there and they're making a vague thing. Way. Vague way sounds like a gas station. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vague way. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys take cash or card? Yeah, like for some uh-huh. reason they got some weird setup point system. <laughs> um, and then at the end, it ends with the uh, a heist by the Brotherhood uh, that they're stealing some stuff, and then uh, it's pretty funny because Sabretooth gets caught. And uh, Krakoan door opens up, which is one of the interesting thing about Krakoa is that its seeds can be planted anywhere, and they create portals. Well, they have yeah. four, no, five different types of seeds, Six. right? Well, one that creates a space that Krakoa doesn't even know about, which is weird. Yeah, that that's the sixth one. It's like a artificial seed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's the uh the one that uh cures uh, all sickness from humans. The one that cures mental disabilities from humans. Well, uh, lots of them. They, it, it doesn't cure all. Like, I think uh, when I first read it, that's what I thought. But then going back, like, he was sure to say, like, it mostly. So that there's room for Yeah, it, like, for the most part, though, it gets rid of, like, uh, like the one. Uh, so there's the one that, that does the physical or the, uh, the sicknesses. There's the one that does the mental health. And one for dicks, right? Like, it just gives you giant dicks. Oh, super rock hard. Super, yeah. uh, it it's If you're a mutant and you take the health one for humans, it makes you uh, like a fucking Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, <laughs> rock hard and equal. <laughs> That's Charlie. No. <laughs> like a rock. But, um, so, yeah, there's... I keep on making this one play. There's those, uh, those two, and then there's the one that uh, enhances mutants. Uh, then there's uh, the one that creates habitats for Kokoa. There's the one that creates habitats that Kokoa doesn't know about. And then there's... And the one that creates portals. Yeah, the one that creates portals, obviously. So, like, there's <laughs> the a, one you said that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... 
because there is a main island for Kokoa, and then you can create a portal literally to anywhere, um, Mars, the moon, they do that, and then create habitats there. Yeah, the House of Summers yeah. is on the fucking Which, moon. We'll, we'll get into it later, but Wolverine lives there for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah, for some weird <laughs> like, reason. In in between Wolverine's room and Cyclops' room, Gene's room is. Like, none of them stay with Gene. No. But it's implied that they have, like, a three-way relationship there. Which also implies that Wolverine took Scott's last name. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Summers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it'd be James Summers. I guess so. Um, Jimmy Summers. <laughs> Jimmy... <laughs> Jimmy Summers sounds like a uh, Dana Carvey character. Uh, sounds like some camp counselor is about to get killed. That is completely true. Right? I thought it sounded like a sausage competitor for Jimmy Dean. That is definitely a victim's name. If your name is if your name is Jimmy Summers and you listen to this, you're gonna get murdered. Like I'm, you should change. Uh, you should go by James. That's a born victim's name. <laughs> Little Jimmy Summers down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Like, did you, like, you never hear about, like, oh, have you heard what Jimmy's been up to? It's, did you hear what happened to Jimmy? <laughs> so, uh, with with the creation of Krakoa, they announce amnesty for all mutants, and they welcome all mutants to go there. So even the villains start showing up, and there ends up being a heist at the end of the book uh, with Toad and uh, Mystique and Sabretooth, and Sabretooth kills some people. And they all escape through a Krakoa portal, except right as Sabretooth's about to, he gets stopped by a force field um, from Sue Storm. And then, uh, sorry, I had a burp. Devin man. almost choked out his own breath. <laughs> no, I, just had, I was trying to hold it, and was like, nope, can't. Uh, but that's in the podcast now. I know, the fucking running, uh, man. If you, if you, we don't know if you guys can hear that at all, but there's people. We're in an office that we pay for that should be professional, and there's people running around upstairs. Because that's an apartment. I think it was just little Mexican feet running around because it's a Mexican family. And I think it's just their kids oh, what a running guy. around. <laughs> right, I know, but our podcast is called Mexican Fuck You. <laughs> well, I, guess I can say they're Mexican feet. I know they're Mexican feet. You know the sound? It's a very distinct pitter-patter. Yeah. <laughs> it's quicker because they're shorter legs. Yeah, they're spi- <laughs> their steps are spicier. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll give... We'll start ignoring that. Hopefully it doesn't show up on the audio too much, and uh, we'll get back to this story. Yeah, so Cyclops shows up, and he's like, hey, nice to see you guys. Ben, I heard you got married. Awesome. Totally can hear it. That's exactly how he sounds when I read it. Yeah. He's like, hey. Hey, guys. This is funny running into you guys, so I'm kind of going to need Sabretooth. (laughs) There's nothing like the meandering of a true leader. (laughs) They were like, we're going to go out and we're going to defeat the Sentinels or whatever. You know, you guys just try your hardest. (laughs) Did you see that look Sue gave Cyclops? That she wanted a bone? She wanted that summer sausage. (laughs) (laughs) How did I never think of that? (laughs) I, I said that. Well, it was the Jimmy Summers. Yeah, thing. you said the, the, I made it the Saucers competitor. <laughs> Jimmy you, Deeds, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you had a you had a walk to get there, but <laughs> checking judges. <laughs> Point goes to Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not denying it. Just... <laughs> Economy of words this is way better. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're all like, 
ah, how about no? Because he's a criminal, and we just caught him. And he's like, you know what? I see you guys feel strongly about this. Good point. Uh, later. <laughs> and so he just leaves. It's like, well, I'll just get him later. Um, but yeah. when uh, Mystique gets back to Magneto's, she's all like, here's the thing you want. It's like a flash drive. Well, it is a flash drive. <laughs> and uh, real quick, uh, as he's stepping through the portal, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, if your your son Franklin wants to come, oh here yeah, us, he's got family here." That was a that was a sick burn. He was like, "Our our policy is the same as Olive Garden's, so he's welcome." <laughs> well, I took it more as like, "Yeah, I know you guys are his parents, but fuck you, his family's here." Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Mystique gives uh, Magneto the flash drive. She's all like. This was fucking hard to get. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, you did it, though, and we told you to do it, so good on you. She's like, I need more than what you're giving me. He's like, okay, but we need more, too. And Xavier shows up, and he's all menacing. So, like, that shows that he's kind of a dick. You're a true, little bit. You're a true character actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I read these books now, it's that's how, like, how what Nolan North is to Deadpool <laughs> it's gonna be when I read Mystique. It's gonna be like, yeah, just, yeah. That's basically uh, House of X one. <laughs> Powers of Ten is uh, yeah, just Mora being like, hey Xavier, see you looking dumb and happy. <laughs> which, <laughs> Let me break your mind real fast. Yeah, which it's it, she's it's weird how they because uh, I will give him credit for this. Like, because Moira doesn't really have, like, a super iconic look to where you see her and you're like, that's Moira. Yeah, it was really confusing. She never says she's Moira, but the second she showed up, you, like, know it's her. I think she wears green a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, normally. Yeah. I think that's just because they're kind of racist and they make all the Irish people wear green. Is she Irish? Oh, Jean wears green. Oh, McDaggart. No, she's Scottish. I don't know. Fucking, aren't they the same? Racist. Sort of, well, because the of, white side of me is Irish, so I could kind of. If people call this Puerto Rican men, we'd be pretty upset. Well, they wouldn't get the joke. There's no X in Puerto Rico, so it doesn't fit. So they're dumb. <laughs> that would be them going out of their way. Yeah, but there's not a lot of other Hispanics that. Have They'd be walking them. farther than my Jimmy Summers joke. Okay. Okay. You see, I can tell you feel strongly about this. <laughs> oh, we'll just say that she's Gaelic. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there, but... So... My head hit the boom, I know. <laughs> it actually didn't, which was weird. But, uh, alright, so, uh... That yeah, was actually Powers of Ten you were already going into, with the flash drives? No, no, it's both. Oh, it's in both? Yeah. Both, both. Yeah. Okay. They just, because it picks up the story. Um... So yeah, Moira and back in X, back back in X Zero, which is Moira's tenth life, she's all like, "Hey, everything you're dreaming about, it doesn't work out." <laughs> she's like, "The ideas you have, stupid. You plan, stupid. Everything you do, stupid. <laughs> you need to fix your shit." Uh, then it jumps ahead to X Two, which is actually her ninth life and it it introduces Rasputin and Cardinal which are two of uh so Sinister does this fucked up thing where he just they trust Sinister no no they don't they don't because um when you look at that back timeline it shows because the ninth life is the apocalypse one so apocalypse enslaves Sinister so it's not that he trusts him so much as like 
he expects him to do what he says because he's fucking Apocalypse. And Sinister's fucking Sinister, so he's like, nah. <laughs> and he creates... Uh, he starts splicing um, mutants together, trying to create more and more Omega-level mutants. So, like, the first batch has, like, uh, powers with secondary mutations. And the next batch has, uh, like, tertiary mutations. Some have four. Yeah. And then when you finally start getting to the phases that were supposed to be Omega-level you got like a weird hive mind thing that started happening between yeah. mutants. And then you also got pacifist mutants that uh, were basically like Nightcrawler at his bitchiest. In every every generation of new clones that they make, are, uh, the survival rate drops like a good 10%. Because it starts out with like 99% survival rate. And then they make batch two and it's like 92%. And then like drops down to the 80s. And by batch four, they're at like 67% survival rate. Which is like a... An ironic thing, too, because they're trying to make more powerful mutants, and they're actually getting less durable mutants. Yeah, maybe ma- ma- making a bunch of... It's a bunch of Charizards. It's a bunch of glass cannons. Yeah. Yeah, well, but Rasputin's pretty dope. Yeah, they're, yeah, she was. they're four times weak to Stealth Rock, so... She, like, straight up takes a Sentinel trying to, like, grab her, and she just stops it and then blows its arm up. Yeah. Well, um, and they do say that, uh, like, with Sinister messing with them, like, he's ensuring that the survival rates are going down. Yeah, he purposely was fucking shit up. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, they pay him back for all his hard work by publicly executing him uh, in front of everyone. Oh, no, that's, uh, that wasn't even Apocalypse. No, that was, uh, he gets caught by the man machine, whatever that was. That, my new nickname, that's... that's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's no, because they great name. no, they keep bringing that up. The man machine. Um, He's a man machine. <laughs> uh, but that because in that time, um, humans are split between two sides. There's humans believing themselves to be like the same way humans always did, like superior or whatever. Um, but then there are humans that are starting to like kind of bend their knee to the machines. And find themselves subservient to machines That's and see the machines name. as their gods. That's a great name for a metal song. Bend your knee to the machine. Yeah. That's fucking dope. Well, that's what they start doing, literally. Uh, like, they look at um, Karima, uh, the Omega Sentinel, and uh, Nimrod, the lesser, as deities. Because at one point, she shows up and they're like, uh, toward the end anyway cardinal stabs this dude and he's like why are you even you know like why do you choose this life why do you choose to serve them he's like my god but blah 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 the and like there she me. is and <laughs> uh <laughs> you know Karima's coming up with a fuck ton of sentinels behind her but uh anyway issue well i almost said issue two but technically one of uh powers of ten <clears throat> show that it's the apocalypse future that later, like, the, okay, this really is stupid to like not speak of chronologically, because now I got, you got to explain like almost everything, and then you get to the next issue, and it's like, oh, that's the issue that explains it. Did you mean to accidentally rhyme those two words that don't rhyme? No, because <laughs> you said you got to explain everything. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a part of your new hip hop album. <laughs> anyway, shot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, the issue ends with like uh, X3 and it's some weird library um, where oh actually I just forgot all about what's her face was it Clybel or Cy- how do Silo you Bell. Silo Bell yeah, yeah the uh, the black brain 
Yeah, the black brain. Not racist. That's no. Nope, she's, she's actually called. pretty white, and her brain is black. <laughs> yes, like specifically. <laughs> um, so it turns out like the the Sentinels created a hound program, and black brains were mutant hounds that they created to serve them and betray their kind. That then betrayed because they they birthed natural betrayers, and so they then betrayed this uh, the Sentinels. I swear to God, everything you, you're saying sounds like a like a metal <laughs> that's title. That's what it is. Uh, and so it's this I, weird... I only speak discography. <laughs> so Rasputin, Cardinal, and her, and this guy, Percival, who's already dead by the time they get there, who was helping shield them from the Sentinels, obviously not well, because he fucking died and they got caught, but they were uh, retrieving some data thing. Also a flash drive? Like, they also were t- getting, like... Yeah, a heist for a flash drive. Everybody knows that the pinnacle of technology is flash drives, and, and that that's why a hundred years, in the, yeah, in the hundred it, years in the future, it's still a flash drive. It will never change. <laughs> the same thing that you have porn on right now is what they're going to use in the future. That's what the nuclear codes are on. Yeah, flash drives. Hey, Amen. <laughs> if there's anything I learned from watching Independence Day is that technology never changes, no matter the species or the time period. Hey, we exchanged one today. Flash yeah. drives all around. Yeah, and I guarantee We're that not this tell you is it. just filled with porn. <laughs> all porn. Yep, just weird stuff too. He keep, keeps on giving it to me, and, uh, like the these someone puts their foot videos in. and what it is. I don't know. I don't know if I could physically describe what's happening in these <laughs> videos. I can just say that I'm ninety percent sure it's illegal. Okay. <laughs> like you. <laughs> I caught myself <laughs> real, real quick. Have you ever heard of that uh, that website called Nor- uh, Normal Porn for Normal People? Because <laughs> no. it's just weird shit. Like uh, I expect you to go right because there isn't one, <laughs> but it's like it's no like nudity or anything. It's just weird videos of like a woman making a, a sandwich or like a woman putting her hand inside of a pie, and it's not really that weird except for the fact that it's called a porn. Because the fact that you know somebody's jerking off to it is what <laughs> makes it fucked really up. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird definition of normal. Yeah. Well, what's that? Uh, the down blousing. At least that's kind of sexual, but yeah, that's a thing. Where it's just a like a woman doing like chorish stuff, but you're seeing down her shirt and her boobs are kind of like she doesn't have a. Bra oh yeah, I've heard of that. And yeah. it's like kind of just jiggling. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't mean I, a lot of things. Yeah, we've done a lot of research to make sure that you guys are as informed as possible. About porn. <laughs> About everything. We stop at uh, at no turn. Uh, no pages and left. And sometimes turn. we'll talk about X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, triple get, X-Men. Get, getting back into one of those times. So. <laughs> I like how you went out of your way to try to change up. So anyway. <laughs> you still said the words. <laughs> I said so. And then I was trying to get back into the thing, man. <laughs> so, leading back into my previous words. Do you want me to talk about it? I do. do you want me to I get... also want to make fun of you. We can have both. <laughs> the X-Men get back to uh, Wolverine and a guy that kind of looks like Magneto, but isn't. Because you find out, like if you read the timeline, it just goes, uh, Apocalypse kills Xavier. Apocalypse kills Magneto. Apocalypse kills whatever, like it just keeps going. So, so, uh, Wolverine, uh, the guy who looks like Magneto is actually a clone who's cloned from, uh, what's her face? Lorna. Uh, Lorna. Um, and 
choir, I think. No. Are you talking about Rasputin? <laughs> Rasputin? I know it's not choir because choir is in Rasputin. It, it, yeah, it's in Rasputin. Yeah. There's a psychic. No, Emma. Emma. It, it's uh, Dane Frost okay, is what yeah, it said yeah, yeah. For, for his uh, genealogy. So him, uh, Doug, mixed with her, uh, Krakoa, and Zorn are the four horsemen of Apocalypse, which is pretty cool. Well, Zorn's always best. Is that the yeah, same but he's Zorn? death. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, because... But it's a different world where he's like a fucking pessimist and shit. But also... Oh, yeah, he was all... Because nice. Apocalypse fight. Also, Zorn is Magneto, but also Zorn's not Magneto. No. And There's also, been two Zorns. Yeah, but there's I, also like Marvel, Zorn's brother that is like... Kind of Zorn? No, one has like a, a, a sun for a brain and the other one has a uh, black hole. hole. Then I think this is his brother because he has a singularity in his head, so it's a black hole. Possibly, but like the, the sun, sun was the first one. But the the sun was Magneto. But, but was not real. That turned out to be a real guy, though. Yeah, that's a real guy. I know. Marvel but... was like, uh, "Fuck you, Morrison." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, Morrison, fuck off." <laughs> we like Zorn too much. You can't yeah. just make it Magneto, and then you can't kill Magneto. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Glad we're all in agreement. Yeah. I, I think we Court all adjourned. Feel, I Three think motion has carried. We all feel very strongly on Morrison's run. I think. Uh, so they uh, bring that flash drive to them. They're all like, "Cool, we got this. Let's, let's do other stuff now." Baseball. It's all baseball. <laughs> Jumps into the future, and you find out that the future is like some. It looks like a mutant is chilling with uh, Nimrod, like an evolved form of Nimrod that's like a bird, kind of, like a robot bird it thing. Evolved. It was like not a good Nimrod, Nimrod anymore. Well, I meant like evolved in a mature sense because oh, okay. the Nimrod that they uh, show initially is like really childish. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, because they take, uh, was it Silo Bell or whatever, her, her name, the black brain yeah. person, she gets caught and they're like... Uh, since you're not going to give us the information, we're just going to extract it by this method I came up with. And they threw in this tube of liquid. And then they just held her there. And, like, we're eventually going to know what you, like, won't tell us. I mean, we don't know when we're going to know it. <laughs> but we'll know it. Yeah, they're weirdly, uh, like, apologetic about it. And they're like, eh, my bad, dude, but fuck off, die. Yeah, kind of. And then uh, in the future, they're trying to restore uh, the black brain mutant that was uh, in enclosed in there and they're just like ah it's just data now like there's no like person left to restore so like that was weird but everything from a thousand years in the future is weird because you don't know what timeline that's supposed to be i'm assuming the apocalypse timeline but that doesn't make any sense considering what happens later i i assumed that it was a timeline where that's pretty similar to what's currently going on uh except like they fucked up in it yeah. by trusting Sinister. And like, I, I, I assume that this current timeline of like what the books are going to be is uh, the same shit, except they know not to trust Sinister. Uh, kind of, I think. Um, Cause I think the, the, the power structure is really different. That was a, a world in which apocalypse ruled everything. And you had no influence by Xavier or Magneto in the mutant world. So, uh, Xavier and Magneto are working with Sinister in a way that's much different than when Apocalypse did. Because Apocalypse was just, like, just think of, like, yeah. about how Hopefully you react to someone him. forcing you to do something and someone asking you to do something. 
Yeah, but, I, but then also it's sinister, so he'll yeah he'll fuck him over either way. Yeah, um, just for the shits and gigs. So uh, in House of X two, it starts explaining Moira's timeline and shows just how savage Destiny is. That was a great fucking issue. Yeah. Um, so it again, how savage Destiny is is another great. Issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. If somebody's in a metal band listening to this, write down all the the great metal names that Devin's giving you, and come out with an album. Yeah, <laughs> like there's all your songs right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it shows that like Moira's first life she was just a normal life, and she had kids, she had grandkids, she died an old lady, uh, and she was just kind of sick a while when she was a kid, uh, and that just turned out to be when her mutant powers manifested because after she died. She was then back in her mother's womb and then lived a life all over again where she knew how to write and read and all this stuff. Um, yeah, it was like a prodigy genius. Yeah, but, but she knew she wasn't, yeah. So it, she had is, a hell of a head start program. <laughs> yeah. Um, she realized she wasn't going crazy because she started seeing how events, like if she didn't do anything, would turn out basically how she remembered them, but that she could delineate things by doing things differently. Uh, then she realizes she's a mutant. She learns about Xavier. That one was kind of, that was a fucked up timeline. She's like, oh, Xavier is a mutant. Mutants are a thing. And then just gets in a plane and dies. Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of must She was have like sucked. flying to go see him, right? Yeah. And then died. Um, then, let's see, what are the other timelines? She, she then goes to school, like, makes it a point to meet Xavier. It's like a redo in a game, but a super fucking long one. Yeah. Because you got to wait all those years. Like, fuck, yeah. I died. <laughs> like, in the dumbest part. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's essentially, like, she's on her, like, 10th playthrough of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but she also should have known that that plane was going to go down, when you think about it. Like, potentially. She could have known that, like, because it would have gone down in another one of her lives. Yeah, I mean. She just got on the wrong but plane. But they don't, they go, they don't really go to the extent of her memory. Like, does she remember, like, normal things throughout her past lives that she would keep remembering? Or does her memory work as in she remembers everything? Because if she just idly saw a news report of like that plane going no, down I, or something, I, yeah, but I, she would have to know exactly what plane she was going to take before she took it in her next life. She had to know in the life previous. Sure, but, but here's what I'm saying: because she knows everything in the way that we can just remember shit. But you guys re- would probably remember when a plane just goes down and it's all over the news. Like it had to have been a local flight, so it had to have been on her yeah, news. But I wouldn't remember the the date or time or the flight number well she was an adult she was 44 yeah but i I, what i'm saying i like i don't remember um like the day that the uh uh the flight in the middle east disappeared yeah fair like planes go missing all the time sure but still it just seems like a thing that like she could have known of like could have avoided yeah that's what i'm saying like it depends on like like it had to have been after the fact like she's back in the womb and she's like Fuck that plane! Yeah. <laughs> like it, it depends on like the extent to how her memory is, because it, se- it seems like she just remembers like normal shit, but through, like if you just forgot like, that 9/11 over over was again. a thing, and then you got on that plane. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> like if it was something as big as like 9/11. Dumb mistake. <laughs> yeah. Try again. Yeah. Like fuck! I knew there was something weird about this date. Yeah, but how many planes like crash out of Scotland? Uh, yeah, but I, like I don't know that because I don't live in Scotland. So I don't know when any plane crashes. Or maybe they're just because, I mean, do they have a reputation for being drunk, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that's Ireland. 
Yeah, but horror. again, have we established that? Haven't we established there's no difference? So I think that was you, you. your racist yeah. ass said that. <laughs> they're both gay, like. You're the one who just said they're both gay, like. <laughs> I know some gays, like. What are you talking about? Like? God damn it! I'm not. I still don't I'm know not this editing all this. <laughs> gay women lick all the time. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to, you know what, anyway, I'm going to take that whole part out and just rearrange the words to make you sound really weird. Because <laughs> you've given me enough material. <laughs> I, you don't have the patience. Uh, oh, you want to you bet? Anyway, in one of these timelines, she realized, like, she decides, okay, uh, being a mutant is a disease, and then she comes up with a cure for that disease, and then... The Brotherhood just fucking destroys her lab, and Destiny's all like, "Hey, you, uh, you're never gonna do this again, or they, I'll kill you every time." I'm getting louder. Are they Naruto like, running? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, like you can hear that their arms are behind their. I'm waiting for somebody backs. to scream, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch!" <laughs> I know they are loud. <laughs> They're still running upstairs. I'm hoping this doesn't show up on the recording, and it just sounds like we're being weird and talking about it. Yeah, maybe. At least that's guaranteed that we're going to be on the recording talking but about they're, it. But they're consistently running. That's yeah. the weird thing. So, uh, they they fuck her lap up and they have her tied to a chair. And Destiny's talking to her. She talks about how like it's she's an odd mutant because she can't be detected by other mutants. Which would also explain why Xavier can never read her mind without her wanting him to. Because like, they say it's like a defensive mechanism she has that she's... Uh, invisible to like sensory mutants and destiny's like look you're gonna go back uh and when you come back you're going to use your powers to help your people instead of hurt your people because even if you only wanted this for people who would want a cure the government's not going to just let you keep it they're going to take it they're going to weaponize it and people are going to pay because of you so you're you're going back and never doing this again because I'm older than you. My powers manifest before yours. And so even if you think you're going to come back and then find me and kill me before I can do this to you, I will have known you were going to do that. And then I'll find you first and kill you first because, again, I'm older than you. And, you know, and if you die before your powers manifest, then you don't come back. Like, that's it. And she reveals that she only sees 10 lives for Moria. And possibly 11 if she makes the right decisions, is what she tells her. Did they say that she's always uh, goes through a period of being sick as a child? I think it's implied. It's imp- They right. don't say it, but it's implied. Because that's when her mutant powers manifest. Because uh, They go out of their way to say it the first it, time. It seems like she still remembers before, and it wouldn't... Her, like, she wouldn't remember until her powers came back. Like, that's what you would think. Yeah, but... But she seems to remember, like... As a like as a baby, she has to. It's implied that she has to go through certain checkpoints. I think it gives throughout her, her life. Her power extends to give her those memories when she's born, but she doesn't have the reincarnation power until after she remanifests her powers. Yeah, because yeah. right, I'm. I guess I just assume that once they manifested the first time, I, they just stayed around. I think what Hickman ended up doing a lot while writing this is he would write himself almost into a corner and then create. Then do some a loophole that allowed him out of that corner. Yeah, I mean, I could see Hickman just saying like "fuck you," like my story is more important than reality. 
like that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Like being real. Like I'm gonna create some stupid thing because my story is more important than that. Which I can respect the balls of that. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but then probably the most fucked up part is she's like, but I don't want to die like this. And she's like, well, this is a poorly lived life, so it deserves a poor end. And then she's like, hey, Pyro, do it slowly so she knows what yeah, a so bad life feels. It. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucked up. So fucked up. But they gave Pyro something to do, and they don't yep. do that a lot. So <laughs> I'm always happy when they give Pyro literally anything, <laughs> anything to, to do. do. Even when they kind of make him sound like a mama's boy. <laughs> He's Australian. No, no, I know, but he's like, yes, mother. (laughs) Right away, mother. I'll I'll burn it to a crisp for you, mother. (laughs) Did they say which pyro that was? Uh, I'm assuming the older one, because that was before, um, like like earlier in her life. Yeah. Uh, That makes sense. The new one who's gay with Bobby. I don't know why that's important. Because that's the distinguishment. It's like, because the new one. I would say the non-Australian. The new one has a sexual relationship with Bobby Drake. Do we know it's when that car? So, yeah. And but I'm saying he's young, so I don't think it's him. He didn't run around with the Brotherhood. Alright. Uh, Avalanche was there though. Yeah, hey, they gave Avalanche something to do. Yeah, he was on a panel. The most he's done is X Men Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. He kind of wanted to date Shadowcat. In X Men Evolution, yeah, no, he straight up wanted to. Look, it wasn't kind no, of. <laughs> he was. He joined the X Men for her. Yeah. Uh. So, powers. Oh no, we go into House of X next, right? It's it's House Powers, House Powers, Powers, House House. We're in Powers Two after the Powers Two after. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no Powers Three. We just we left off. House Two is where Mora dies. Yeah, but Def Destiny. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. After so house two so is powers, powers. two. <laughs> Are you guys okay? No, they. It, isn't it in your notes? I don't remember. Anyway, the next one, the fucking fourth book, yeah. <laughs> uh, is back to Moira's tenth life. Um, and they show Xavier going to Magneto, and that's when they like reveal everything to Magneto. Like, hey, you fucking fail all the time. <laughs> everything you do sucks. <laughs> like, what Moira did to Xavier. Oh. Actually, going back to the next issue, the last issue, because this was interesting, is that they do show that then uh, Moira tries, like she goes back to Xavier, falls in love with Xavier. They try to do the X Men together. They uh, they call the the um, X Men verse uh, Avengers thing that the Lost Decade. That was weird. Almost as if they're trying to nix that out. That like that's when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Like, so does it is that being canceled from current continuity? I mean, I I could see them trying to do something like that just to because uh, obviously they're trying to uh, reclaim old X Men fans like and get them to feel better about South Cyclopses because obviously when they do newer movies, he's going to be a huge part of that. Uh, so I could see them to try to get rid of the. Uh, things that the stigma. I mean, we're cool with that most they people put think on is negative. Yeah, but they're they're the reason why. Yeah, yeah, that was like they get shown as like a really dark spot for for the timeline for the X Men. But like in that moment, you read uh, AVX, like they make the world into a paradise, and then the Avengers got fuck it up. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fucking Steve. Uh, 
in this show that they try to do something like she goes back um, to Xavier early on and without Magneto's help he becomes kind of pessimistic and then they create their own society but then the Sentinels come anyway and blow up that society and then she comes back as just a fucking assassin and she takes out the entire Trask fucking bloodline and then Sentinels happen anyway so she realizes oh Sentinels are inevitable they're always going to show up that is dope when they just have her going around assassinating yeah. everybody. Like, so then, instead of approaching Xavier, she approaches Magneto, and Magneto is like, "What the fuck's gonna happen?" And then wrecks everything. And then the X Men and all the human heroes together fuck up Magneto. She's like, "Shit, should have saw that one coming." Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of his thing. And it's so like then- it's like killing Nazis and getting beat by the X Men. <laughs> Those are his two main things before controlling metal. They gave him props though, because it took more than the X Men. It took all the heroes. Oh yeah, and that's such that's a dope panel too, where they're all like descending on him yeah, in the it was, air. It looked kind of like upside down, but everyone's falling on him, like yeah. all the heroes. And then she's like in the background, like on some piece of metal, just falling too. He, he's like just floating her around everywhere, like an animal. <laughs> um, and then that's when she's like, "Well, fuck! I tried everything but Apocalypse," and then goes to Apocalypse, and that's her entire ninth uh, timeline. So in a four, back at the tenth timeline, they talk to Magneto. Magneto's like, I don't trust you, Xavier, because we're always going to be at uh, ideological odds. And they're like, oh, for real, though, trust us this time. And he's like, okay. And he takes his helmet off. And then that's when she's like, you suck. You fail. Here's all the times <laughs> you suck, and you fail, and you suck, and you fail. And he's all like, why would you show me how much I suck and I fail? I just got to say that the way you were saying suck and fail sounded like uh, uh, fucking Eminem. Uh, <laughs> like, the shit needed to be. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Hickman's dialogue is fantastic. There's so many good lines. There are a lot of good lines. Especially yeah. from Magneto. Yeah. When Moira was like, who decides what's right and what's wrong, what's good and evil? And Magneto's like, I do. I decide. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want somebody to put in his line from the X-Men arcade game that they never put in, which is, welcome to die. <laughs> welcome to die. <laughs> it's the best part that, of the yeah. game. <laughs> welcome to die. Uh, anyway, back in uh, X1 <laughs> of the <laughs> timeline... I said anyway, not so anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Big difference. <laughs> Giant difference. So much big difference. Scott's given a mission um, from that flash drive that Mystique had stolen. It was uh, schematics to of Mother Mold. So he has to go form a team so that they can go and take care of that. And they're like, by the way, uh, it's a station that's orbiting the sun, and there's like 3,000 people on board, and they're all these like fringe um intelligence groups highly trained working together super racist against us so you know how like fun. you know like you'll how sometimes when you're reading a comic you'll hear music in your head to like yeah. fit the action scene every time they did anything with mother mold uh mother by danzig was stuck in my head throughout the entire point oh. of that which you guys aren't metal guys no <laughs> I think I know what it, it says, is. Mother, mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your children not to run my word. Yeah. Uh, but that had a good line too in it. Is where they're like, do you think a thing is even possible to be done? I think Magneto says to Scott, and Scott's like, does it need doing? Then it'll get done. 
Yeah, that's dope. That's pretty yeah, dope. Do the moment. fake with the dead and the done. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> Way to, make, way to make it worse. <laughs> I was like, hey, here's this really dope line. Oh, is it dope? Let me make it stupid. Pull the shit all over it. <laughs> but it kind of is like, that about a bing, about a boom. I don't know why the X-Men are Italian. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, think that I don't know. You'd think we'd be making the Mexican. But <laughs> considering. Italian is just a more fun accent to say uh, just fucking gibberish with, though. Because, like, you can't, like... Italian, you can just go, ah, I've got a bit of boob. <laughs> like, it sounds like Italian words. Um, so, it then shows that in the future, a hundred years from then, but in the apocalypse timeline, that the mission that they are on, the horsemen, Rasputin, and Cardinal, is to actually, like, the thing that they had stolen wasn't the information of when Nimrod came online, but where that that's at. So, uh, all of it's about trying to stop Nimrod from coming online. Uh, that, that's actually something that happens is, like, Xavier's like, they're making something even worse. And he and Scott's like, what do you mean even worse? They already have Sentinels that, like, adapt and learn. And they're like, it's a Nimrod. And he's like, oh, fuck. Which, which <laughs> how are they so po- Since when are they that powerful? The X-Men fought a shitload in Second Coming. Yeah, but they were scared as fuck. Yeah, the Namor punch right through a head. That was it. Can you post this picture later on the uh, the Facebook page? Because uh, from the upside down angle, Apocalypse looks like Blastoise. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see that. Down. Yeah, post it up. Yeah, kind of show it to Devin at the angle that because he looks like Blastoise. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and the, this is this is real off topic, but I, I keep on forgetting, and I think this is probably the best time to ask you, uh, or if anybody at home could do this for me. Uh, if you're bored, uh, just draw a centaur, but without the front horse legs. Uh, so it's more of like a half human, half horse. <laughs> and his ass is just a horse? <laughs> but either like running and like, but not having the four legs, just the back two legs. Or like the face flying into the ground. It's just something I want to see. I feel like so. that, that would suck. You're like a human basically, but just a horse ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your whole ass. <laughs> So, uh, you can send that to the Mexmen Facebook page, or or even worse, the Twitter. It's just like a horse top, right? But like it has human legs. <laughs> that you'd be just like a horse head, or like the no, no like the whole top, <laughs> just human legs. Yeah. You get no speed, no. none at all. But like it's super sexy legs. Like <laughs> they're not even built. It's just like so, with yeah. high heels. Yeah. On. <laughs> Stupid. I know this is the most random shit, but I've been, I've been literally meaning to ask you for like two weeks, and I keep forgetting. <laughs> That's just something I want to see. Uh, anyway, um, so it shows that their uh, their mission in that future past <laughs> the apocalypse timeline, which we uh, didn't know it was the apocalypse timeline though at this time. No, yeah, you, you we don't that know. gets on like. Then the next issue is they show that. Um, it but, gets on Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're, the thing they stole initially was something that told them where the Nimrod intel would be. And then the uh, Krakoa Ramsey character is able to decipher where it is. So they go. Um, and then it sh- shifts to the future where there's that uh, phalanx or whatever. Is that how you're... Phalanx. 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 
phallus. We're the phallus. <laughs> We're the little. You're not pronouncing the, the shrivel the X. <laughs> the shrivel dick. That is what we're getting at. The feces. That's what we're getting to. Uh, it just starts absorbing stuff, but I don't know exactly. I'm, that whole thing is confusing. Well, you skipped over Nimrod's hilariousness. When he, he was trying to give that speech to those two lesser dudes. Oh, yeah. He yeah, fucking right. yeah. gave a speech to their dead bodies because they, he didn't like <laughs> <Yeah>. their response. <laughs> Where he's talking, and he starts talking to them, and one of them is like kind of shitty. He's like, no, please, just keep talking to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just tired. And he's like, "Oh, are you?" And then he looks at the other ones like, "Are you also tired?" He's like, "Nope, not at all." He's like, "Don't believe you." Vaporizes both of them. It pick, picks up his skull and just keeps talking to him. <laughs> yeah, he talks for them. He's like, "So no. tell me, what was the?" <laughs> Am I remembering this wrong, or does he also call more people in? No, no, no. no, no, no. All right, yeah. I, I'm just because <laughs> in my head, I guess he he disintegrates them and is like, "Somebody come listen." To me. Bring some more people in. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's. He's shitty. <laughs> he's, he's, he's shitty. You know, he's not a very... He's, he's like Hitler. They're both just not very nice people. Yeah, no. <laughs> not, I would say I wouldn't want to hang out with them. Like, it, it, oh, it, yeah. yeah. That's uh, brave of you to yeah. admit. I, it, nowadays, it is. <laughs> anyway. You know, I'm going to go on record. Nazis are bad. House of X2. I think. I thought that was Groot, but yeah, it was Doug and Krakow. Yeah, it just looks like Groot. Yeah. Uh, so the story continues on uh, in that apocalypse space where, but now, like, the battle's turned and his horsemen are all getting fucked up. And uh, that, I, like, they, they flash over to Cardinal. He's dead and Rasputin's holding him. And, uh,. I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but because you said the battle's a turn, I thought, how has Lazy Susan never used as a slogan, now the tables have turned? (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be so fucking perfect. But, sorry, go ahead with what you're saying. What? (laughs) Do you know what a Lazy Susan is? No. It's a little table that the top spins around. Jesus. (laughs) So, I, I don't know how they haven't used that as a slogan, like, now the tables have turned. That... That's actually a really good point, now that I know what Lazy Susan is. <laughs> at least, alright, but yeah, we can get back at it. I just had to, it was, you ever have a thought, you just, you can't move on from anything until yep. you say it? Yep. Uh, yeah, so, at one point, um, Omega Sentinel, uh, Karima, she tells Nimrod, hey, uh, mutants shown up in, like, where the, the fucking, the one guy was preaching, uh, to convert into like like to take the machines as your deities and to convert by like making part of your body mechanical or whatever, uh, they show up there and oh, start like fucking the, up uh, shit. Like the human, kinda, kinda. Um, Tank treads instead of legs. <laughs> you fucking know. Like like in Fallout when you get robot companions, you can just have. Isn't there a uh, uh, what's that group? Um, the Reavers. Yeah, the Reavers do that yeah. tank treads. <laughs> he does have tank treads. <laughs> every time I've seen them, it's just like a guy with a metal hand. Really? Yeah. Like, that's what, at least when I always see them. But they're always fighting Wolverine when I see them. Well, yeah, because then he gets that hand cut off again. It's probably how it got cut, like, a metal in the first place. Well, you should have got spider legs instead of tank treads. Yeah, well. And they, they speak. That didn't work for Dark Beast either. And they speak yeah, like Val Kilmer and Tombstone. Mm. They, uh. Anyway. Karima is like, 
uh, Nimrod, they're over there doing some shit, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. It's perfect, perfect impression. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't shit to me. <laughs> it's like either they're just doing it because they're, you know, because they're stupid and because, you know, we're talking about our mutants and mutants are stupid. Or they have ulterior motives and we can just wait to see what that is. And she's like, I still think we should check it out. So she goes to fight them. Uh, meanwhile, he's doing whatever he's doing still. And the other mutants show up. Uh, Apocalypse, Wolverine, uh, the Ramsey dude. Gordon? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the 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 Doug, uh, the Groot-looking motherfucker, the, the Doug Krakoa mix. I can't remember what his name is in the comic. Um, but they go to where the information for Nimrod is, and Nimrod sees that, and he's like, oh, so it was ulterior, ulterior motives. And then he shows up, kind of blows the place up. He's like, so what are you guys looking for here? It's kind of a, just a data bank. And then he starts fucking him up, immediately blows Wolverine up, so he's all fucked up. Um, and then goes back to uh, Omega, and it looks like it really, the battle turned for the worse for Rasputin and them. And she's now holding um, Zorn. And she's like telling Omega, don't come any closer. He's got a singularity in his head. And if I take this mask off, you're going to be fucked. And she's like, you wouldn't. And she's like, okay. Rips it off. And then they explode. Except if it's a dark hole that's getting erupted there, like you think it would just take everything then? It's a fucking dark hole. Uh, it depends the size of a dark hole. Some uh, dark holes will go out. Like if it, I think if a dark hole is like the size of a quarter, it will like collapse within itself before anything would actually be sucked into it. Oh well, it fucked them up. Maybe, so maybe it was a silver dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's got to fit in his head. I I just realized though that they use um, two different types of singularity uh, within just these comics because as we said earlier the uh, singularity in like sci-fi usually is like when robots realize that they can make stronger robots yeah. than themselves and then also the singularity of like the uh, like a black hole singularity like I don't know I just found that interesting that they use uh, they kind of use both terms yeah punched straight up punched the mic I did not my literally my nail flicked it by accident that was a lot of flicks. <laughs> it, yeah, it caught right here on the edge of it when I when I did that. That sounds painful. No, it, like it felt like I barely touched it. <laughs> well, because you don't have headphones, so yep. it sounded much more painful. <laughs> um, Devin's bleeding right now. <laughs> Any, anyway, the uh, Nimrod it starts calling more like versions of him. So I think he's just like a higher intelligence one, and then there are just like other like tankish robots basically like how they differentiate bitch sentinels from like yeah. elite sentinels yeah, he's skynet and they're a bunch of terminators yeah like low-class terminators without that haven't even like established themselves enough to get skin someone watched the new terminator movie i haven't really not yet oh it's just I'm like gonna. in your brain then no it arnold movies are always in my brain I, yeah I, that's exactly what i said i don't know why you said no and then confirmed what i said but i didn't i said it's in your brain then and you said nope it's in my brain <laughs> no i said it's always there Guess what? At all times. Okay, I failed to see the difference. I don't think I said what we said. If you, if we, I we play this play, back and listen to it, you will see that I did not hurt myself. Okay. You, so Wolverine's all like, "Hey, we found the thing, the, the MacGuffin. You take, you know." And the Groot-looking dude opened up into a portal because that's what he was all along was just a doorway. 
And, uh, he's a doorman. He's, he's a doorman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goo man. <laughs> oh, it's a great show. The information, they stole that information. That's what they... Yeah, of uh, when Nimrod came online. They stuck it right inside Moro. So Wolverine's all like, hey, Apocalypse, get out of here. And he's like, I'll, t- I'll hold him off. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you take it. You go. You look like an idiot right now. You're half melted. <laughs> it's like X Men narrated by Justin Roiland. <laughs> you, you, you go ahead and take you take the thing. <laughs> so then it's cool. You see Apocalypse like fighting a bunch of Nimrods, but they're beating the shit out of them. Yeah. And Wolverine uh, goes back to Asteroid K, uh, where is like their home base. Asteroid where Kyle. Yep. It's actually you could you could tell Kevin. because of all the all the uh it's just monster everywhere. Well I was gonna say the, the, the drywall dust everywhere. Oh, they're giving their speech a hole in the wall of every man. Every man Oh, that would be a cool idea though, is like a monster fridge that is like embedded in the wall of holes you made while angry. I think Devin's joking. Yeah, okay. A lot of fridges. <laughs> Not like a tiny fridge for each one. They punch a bunch of holes into a giant so, uh, rectangle. Wolverine Wolverine opens the sarcophagus that was on Asteroid K, and it's revealed that that's uh, Moira, and she was being, like, suspended there in, like, what's it called? Stasis. Stasis. And uh, she's all like, oh, you guys got the thing? And they're like, yep. And they shove it in her chest. He's like, that's a thing. It's like they made a weird, it's like a crystal, what they found with the information. And she's got this weird circle thing on her chest. And Wolverine's just like, yeah, Apocalypse made this. <laughs> and just shoved it in her chest. It's and like she's like, reactor. oh, now I know all the things. <laughs> all of the things. <laughs> and he's like, all right, ready to go back. And hey. she's like, do what you do best. And what he does best, hey, stabs hey. her in the gut. Have you heard of a little some uh, something called um, a thing? A thing? Because yeah, I know all of them. <laughs> yeah, she does. Because that's when she goes back and it's revealed all along. It's from that point she starts her 10th life and that that's when she sees Xavier and then they go to Magneto. But we've already said that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's when they reveal it. Now we're, uh, we'll commence by redoing uh, the entire story over again. Nope. <laughs> so... Uh, now we get to my favorite part of it, issue the three orgy. of House of X. Uh, no, because this is the one where, so they go to um, the, not the raft. Uh, Nimbus? No. Orcus. Azkaban? Fuck, no, it's it's the prison <laughs> that uh, no. Sabertooth's at. Orcus is that group. Yeah, I thought that's where they were thought going. it was the raft. No. They it's just a, went to the court. No, right? Project Achilles. Oh, yeah, Achilles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, Achilles is a prison that only is even able to hold 30 people because it's supposed to hold the most dangerous. They had a whole page on that. I don't even remember. Yeah, I know. There's so many of those. Why did they put the sentry on the raft? (laughs) If that thing existed, why was the sentry in the raft? Because this is just new, newly created, right? Yeah, I guess so. He's just creating things left and right, pulling them out of his ass. Yeah, he just wanted to make things. That's not people can talk about, you know, Achilles' base, and it would have been something that Hickman created. Uh, anyway, God, I hope Al Ewing takes over this run when they change writers. It's uh, Sabretooth on trial, because of course he is. And that's, that's so weird. Like My earliest memory of Sabretooth is literally him in a courtroom because of the, uh, the 90s X-Men, because that's how he's introduced. He's on TV in a courtroom. 
That's like how everybody check. was introduced. Basically, like on the news with, yeah. with uh, Claremont. That's how every single character is introduced to Claremont. They're no. in court on the news. <laughs> no, Cyclops, he got a dope-ass fucking introduction. It's like fucking energy beams. Fucking from pro. Bam. Yeah. But there's smoke going around. Saves the damsel in distress. Yeah, but the I'm rest sure of the X-Men are on the... Lee, but... The rest of the X-Men are on the news because they're trapped. Yeah, or they're going to court. Or they're waiting for their day in court. Or they're in jail because... They court. did some shit. Court. <laughs> anyway, so they're like, "Here's all this shit he did," and also he's got a real bad attitude. A bad attitude. Bad attitude. And they go to his defense attorney, and he's like, just fucking freaking out. Like, um, our official uh, stance is that you got the wrong guy. <laughs> he was there under duress. He did not do anything. Uh, How can you have the wrong guy and he's there under? Duress? I know. That, like he was a part of that group under duress. <laughs> it also wasn't there. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was so upset he didn't do those crimes. Just don't put him in prison because he'll kill me. <laughs> um, I'm here under duress. <laughs> and uh, he asked uh, Sabretooth, he's like, how do you plead? He's like, oh, I'm guilty. I definitely got a bad attitude. <laughs> didn't do any of the other stuff, but yeah, I did. Um, he's like a 90s video game mascot. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of is. Uh, anyway, they're getting ready to sentence him and everything, and Emma shows up, and she's like, nope, diplomatic immunity, because we're being recognized as a sovereign nation, and that's what we're uh, extending to all mutants, and we don't get judged by you anymore. And this is a moment that I like. I really like, because so that one um, officer, you're, you're looking right at it, too. She pulls her gun up. She's like, no, fuck this. He's a bad person. You're not taking him out of here. He's staying. And even uh, uh, one of the cuckoos is like, you could totally leave the shackles on him, though. We, like, we don't want those off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's like. And there's there's four telepaths there. I think yeah. they could have him under control. Well, I guess. But also, it's still Sabretooth. So there, there's the, in the dialogue there, she tells her that she's not going. What? to do something, but that line is the direct implication that she scanned her brain and knows that she just did anal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I, he, he wrote it in there. That's the joke. I laughed so hard when I realized that. I forgot. The wording on that was weird to me, though. The what? wording is weird What's because he's saying it around it. Okay, so when someone tells you to stick something in a place, they're usually talking about your asshole. Like, yeah. that's just the thing. Like, stick it up your ass, or that's the expression. So she says, she walks around the expression. Yeah, but you, says it in a weird way about where your boyfriend left you. She says, normally I dominate that little mind of yours and make you stick that gun where your last boyfriend left you. <laughs> That's an anal joke. That's an anal joke. It is, it's but a, it's worded weird. I know. That's why I didn't get it the first time, but I read it, reading it earlier, I was, I started laughing so hard. <laughs> Between that and the sextant, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like, she's like, and I'll pretend like you could have stopped me. That's yeah. Yeah, she's just like, we're not gonna fuck each other up. We're getting out of here. We're, t- we're taking Sabretooth. But it's weird now that like mutants are being dicks. Like uh, Celeste came in there like, oh look at the monkeys playing tools. Uh, I think that's just them being pompous. They're a group of pompous people. Yeah. Like, uh, Emma and the Cuckoos, they, they take after her. They just, they just have that air about them. Yeah. yeah. She always does. Above like rich over privileged white people. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're jerks like with, with, like, uh, good hearts. I guess they're always jerks. At the end of the day. One is literally made of diamonds. Yeah. 
Didn't she's they bougie. Fucking, I think they went diamond in War Song, that's what I was saying, but I don't think they ever went diamond again, the Cuckoos. I don't remember. I, yeah, I've, I've never heard of them going diamond. Yeah, that, that was weird. I've only heard of Double Mur. While we're on that <laughs> subject, because we were talking girl. about uh, yeah. them being dicks, Quentin Quire, like, is taken, tries to bring the one of them back, the one that died in uh, New X-Men. Yeah. She comes back, and he, he, like, really wants to date her. As soon as she comes back, she sees him, and the first thing she says is, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> that is awesome. It was such a sad boy uh, after that. I don't... Is that one of our lost episodes, or is that... <laughs> no, I got it in my head. I'm a sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so this this issue, though, after this happens, um, Scott comes back in, says he's found a team to go and take out the Mother Mold, and then goes with that team and shoots off into space. And uh, they allude to stuff like how much of a suicide mission it's going to be, and, you know, that Scott's afraid have, and his mind was even, still doing it. We haven't even mentioned the birthing process. No, uh, we, well, like, we've we've talked around it. We've talked about clones and stuff. So yeah, really but I feel mentioned. like it, it's very important. A uh, very important thing is to actually read the shit that we're gonna cover before we cover it, and then know what we're talking about, and then just think of all oh, this as commentary, really. Because sometimes <laughs> we do a really shit job. <laughs> well, <That's>, but also <laughs> this is for entertainment. That hasn't yeah. happened yet. The birthing process hasn't been talked about in these first six issues. What they did to our boy, though. <laughs> oh, I know, but that's that's they in the next one. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, next episode. For... <laughs> yeah, no, it's because it's the first issue of the next one. What ends up happening. Uh, so, they get there, and the Orcus people on the base are all like, what the fuck? We got a problem. A ship's coming this way. We totally didn't see it. Which is funny when they're talking about space shit, because they're like, it's 25 million miles away. That's so hard to stop. Um, and it's like, you just said 25 million miles. You'd think you'd be able to stop it, but, you know. Space shit. But I like the way that guy gets written because he's just a random dude who's the husband to you know that chick, uh, the the Orcus lady who's in charge. Yeah, I know like it's not not what her job is, but Orcus lady makes it sound like she like works at a cleaning company. <laughs> yeah, or what's that uh that company that kills the, or- the insect? Uh, Orcan. Orc. Okay. Yeah. Orca whale. <laughs> <laughs> She's the whale queen. Um, <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> Sorry, just like the, the ambassador for the Wells. Um, anyway, they they realize that the X-Men are on their way. So that to even know that they exist, they have planned some. Like, they know too much, way more than they should know. So they have to assume they know way more information. So they're like, okay, they're going to come to the hangar because they got a doctor ship anyway. So we're going to divert all our resources there. And then they show up in the exact spot they need to be, cutting through the uh, like the ceiling, I guess, the, the outer layer of the ship to get into the base. And like right before that, uh, like they send Nightcrawler in to recon to make sure that their plan, their schematics match what is actually there. Uh, and that's when he sees Karima, and there's that moment of like, oh, hey. And she's like, hey. I keep, on, I keep on wanting to think her name is Karima Abdullah-Jabara. <laughs> it's funny. It's weird that he goes, they have an Omega Sentinel. Isn't there only one? Yeah, but they're the concept. And they have it. It's like, yeah. yeah. They have it. Well, we'll call her yeah. by name. They have an Omega Sentinel. Yeah, it's yeah just it Omega is weird. Karima. Because, 
Yeah, but that's a weird thing Hickman she's does. Because so he shows up and she's like, "Hey, Kurt," and he's like, "Hey, Karima." So you're picking sides, and she's like, "So you guys left me out, so yeah, like you guys started picking made sides first. And he's like, "All right, peace." And the the woman there, the orcus lady, she's like, "Fucking, we got a mutant here," and she's like, "His name's Nightcrawler." <laughs> like so, she like calls him Kurt, but then she's, she just gets kind of shitty with her, like kind of like he has a name, but also we gotta kill him. <laughs> kill him by name, please. <laughs> but not his birth name. Like, it's this weird thing of, like, they they respect each other, but also they're trying to kill each other, kind of. Um, he shows back up. He's all like, yeah, they got an Omega Sentinel, but our schematics are good. They, uh, and it's her, the guy is her husband, and he's like, okay, so we got to make a, uh, fuck, what does he call it? Um, a rational decision. Like an irrational, yeah, an irrational decision. But he says something first. I was like, that's a perfect word uh, to describe it. Um, and out of the gun he has, creates a bomb and just blows himself and that sector and their ship up. And that's where the book ends. It's just like him <laughs> was, going, oh, X-Men, you got a plan? Fuck you! I was hang on, hanging on every word you were saying until you set up. Yeah. <laughs> like he blew himself and the sector and the entire building up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this dude managed to turn his gun into a bomb. He's yeah, no, he's up fucking hardcore. Before they cut a hole in the ceiling. They were already cutting a hole in the ceiling. And he built a whole damn bomb before but they see, cut to the ceiling. And here's the thing, and this is actually one of the reasons I like Hickman's writing. And then it actually bummed me out reading X-Men 2. But he, like, you're, gonna, you're supposed to not like those people, and immediately you realize how much they love each other. How much, like, he's like this they think they're the hero, obviously, and he's like this cavalier making jokes as he knows he's about to kill himself for what he believes is the greater good and, like, the heartbreak she's having in that moment. Like, yeah, they can go fuck themselves because they're terrible people, but also, like, in that moment, you end up feeling something. His name is really? Erasmus. Huh? His name is Erasmus. Oh, well, that's a stupid name. That took me completely out of it. Never mind. <laughs> fuck it all. Yeah. What the fuck, Hickman? Fuck er- that guy. Erasmus. <laughs> yeah. Three syllables. <laughs> Sounds like a... The master of harassing. <laughs> sounds like a weird winter holiday where you give each other ass-shaped presents. <laughs> uh, or it's like... Or you just, like, bug people constantly or, during that time of Or the during December, you scream it at a girl at work while you have grabber <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Mary Harassmus! <laughs> we were thinking of sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we just keep calling That's her. Probably That's probably an name. <laughs> like, in the bed, it's sexual harassment. is here. <laughs> <laughs> the trademark on that character name. No, no, he's a fucking Chippendales dancer and shit. <laughs> it's just Jeremy Piven. <laughs> no, this guy was way more likable than Jeremy Piven. I love that speech was horrible. Like uh, Scott's like, "Yeah, we could die," and Maggie was like, "No, you won't die. We'll remember you." Peace. <laughs> he's like, "You'll be fine. You'll still be alive." In our hearts. <laughs> yeah, that's how it came off. <laughs> like, yeah, real easy for you to say. I would be the one dead. Knowing full well that they can rebirth the entire team. And it's, but that was really weird. Well, yeah, but they, you know, audience. We don't know that. Suspense. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's he does in retrospect for the characters. Scott says to Xavier Magneto, I found the team. They understand the the consequences and, and the gravity of the situation, and they've all decided to go. And... Then they, when they're about to leave, they're like, 
wait, we're not taking any uh, plants with us? We're not taking any... How are we going to leave? How are we going to get away? <laughs> anybody else, and they're Justin like, is making the international symbol for smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like... We're like yeah, not you're not planning for fi- like you know you're you're seeing us. This is if we only succeed, not if we fail. And you don't want to give Mother Mold an idea of what we have and how Krakoa works. Um, so that implied that they actually did not know it was a suicide mission, and that they thought, oh, we just leave. After why wouldn't we take the convenient thing with us? And so he kind of just lied. It's kind of just like, oh, they know the kind of, the risks. And they're like, when Wait, I'm in what charge, <laughs> when I'm in charge, every mission's a suicide mission. <laughs> so, uh, you uh, you're just tying your shoe in the middle of the fucking podcast. Like, could have waited ten minutes. Well, I think we, that really the, couldn't. I told you, man, hard out. Well, that, yeah, that blew up, and that was the end of that issue. Their ship blew up, and that's their only way home. Cliffhanger. Yeah, and that that was uh, book six, right? Yep. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you're gonna use the your sign off line. My sign off line. <laughs> I don't have one yet. Yeah, we, I thought we decided the last last time. <laughs> I just, where I meandered. Where you, that's for today. Yeah, that's for today. Not for tomorrow, unless you want it to be. So uh, that has been this issue of Max Men. Uh, remember to uh, go check out the Facebook page and uh, the Instagram where. Uh, we post uh, pictures of uh, like in panels of everything that we talk about on here, on the Facebook page. So if you dig through those, you'll you'll see like apocalypse looking like Blastoise and <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, the different things that we talk about. Uh, go like the uh, the Twitter. Uh, everything's at uh, Max Man Podcast. And buy the shit we sell. Uh, T Public. Right yeah, now. Uh, we're having the shirts on T Public. Uh, those will de- uh, should definitely be available by the time this is out. Which is weird that you had to say that then. Yep. Uh, well, because what if they're not? <laughs> well, you Just... said they would be, so. <laughs> oh, I said hopefully. We kind of control that, but all right. Hey, guys, guys, I do the outro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that, uh, that's that been uh, this issue of Max Men. And uh, what was my line again? <laughs> that's for today. That's for today. <laughs>